Summer storms and the oil patch are a volatile combination. When lightning strikes flammable materials like gases and oil, fires can ignite, causing massive damage and spills. It's a matter of concern to firefighters and something officials are starting to address. Inside Energy's Amy Sisk reports from North Dakota. This scene plays out dozens of times this summer. The rain picks up. Suddenly, there's a flash, and then comes the thunder. You can be sitting there watching it, just enjoying the night, and, and then all of a sudden, boom! Kyle Chernenko has watched these prairie thunderstorms his whole life. He lives in Grassy Butte, a small town in North Dakota's Bakken oil patch. I mean, you hear the crack and area light up and you're like, oh boy, and, and you're just kind of sitting there waiting for it. And then all of a sudden the phone goes off and you're like, oh man, now I got to go to work. Go to work to put out the resulting fire. Chernenko is the volunteer fire chief in Grassy Butte. This summer, he was already fighting a wildfire when a thunderstorm passed through and he got that dreaded phone call. Another fire had broken out, this time at a disposal site for wastewater. This salty water is a byproduct of producing oil and is stored in tanks at these sites. It turns out lightning struck the facility, burning up 18 storage tanks and causing a huge spill of wastewater and oil. When it comes to them big kind of oil fires like that, it takes a lot of foam and a lot of water. North Dakota doesn't track how often lightning hits these wastewater sites, but officials in McKenzie County estimate it happens here four or five times a year. No oil-rich state has a rule on the books requiring these sites to install lightning protection equipment. That doesn't mean they aren't paying attention. Jeff Thompson is with North Dakota's Department of Emergency Services. He's also a volunteer firefighter. I think we go to just as many lightning strikes on hay bales as we do tanks, but it's not as big of a deal to everybody because it's not, it's not a big glow in the sky, there's not a big dark cloud, so it doesn't seem as, as big perception-wise to the public. It's these saltwater sites, more so than any other oil field facility, that can cause the most harm when they're hit. See, saltwater tanks are often made of fiberglass and placed right next to metal tanks storing oil. Both can be hit. Metal tanks are usually grounded, but it's trickier to safeguard these fiberglass tanks, which often have small metal parts. Those little pieces each need to be properly bonded and grounded. It's like a chain with the weakest link. If you don't have strong links in your entire chain, you can have a tank fire. That's Benjamin Hurst with PetroGuardian, a company that sells lightning protection equipment for the oil field. I've seen sites where steel tanks have launched like bottle rockets. I've seen completely melted and burnt fiberglass tank batteries. I've seen pieces of tanks in people's yards. Fires happen when the gases inside a tank ignite and the flames can spread to surrounding tanks, erupting in a fireball. All it takes, he says, is a tiny spark. Some companies take it upon themselves to try to alleviate this risk. White Owl Energy owns this saltwater disposal site near Newtown. There's a line here of nearly a dozen trucks idling, each hauling wastewater from nearby oil wells. They'll offload into nearby tanks. But when workers notice lightning... We'll shut down the plant if needed during a storm, just to minimize safety risk to employees. Steve Willis is the operations supervisor. 
the staff here has seen other facilities struck by lightning and learned from those mistakes. They just upgraded this facility's lightning protection a year ago. We've got uh, lightning rods up on top of all of our tanks, um, our light poles, our pump buildings, and those are all grounded to the ground. This equipment cost more than $50,000, a worthy investment, he thinks. But as those who work at these facilities know, sometimes lightning still strikes wastewater sites, even when they think they're protected. Thompson with the Department of Emergency Services is looking into why these sites are targets and whether they're disproportionately hit. That's where you got to look at some historical data and say, did they set up on a ridge that's just prone for lightning strikes, where you can spend all kinds of money and you're probably still going to get hit. He's not looking to come up with new regulations on the industry, but he wants clear data to show oil and gas-related companies how to make the oil fields safer and to find a way to avoid spills that could have been prevented. For Inside Energy, I'm Amy Sisk. For more about oil and other energy news, check out our website, insideenergy.org.